Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Good morning, Edward. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Annie. It's nice to chat with you. Thank you. You too. How was your weekend? Big, big weekend, Annie. Yeah? Tell me everything. I mean big in sort of the domestic way, but very big that way. That's still a real thing. So selling one house in the middle of all the paperwork for that. Right. Prepping second house to be photographed right after this. So it's like carpet cleaning and all of this stuff. Right after this very recording? Oh, yes. Like the people will like the photographer, photographer, photographer. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I that bet is that not the King's English. I bet the <laughs> King's English. It's like uh, a person that plays piano. You're like, slow yeah. down. Think of the word. Right, right, and right, commit. right, right. <laughs> no, no, don't say that. Yep. Yes, it's that. Yep, okay, yep, say yep, it. Yep, yep. That's right. Um, um, okay, so the photographer so is coming. F- photographer. Yeah, so house is like a museum right now. We're yeah. just, so all of this stuff, the garage, we've cleaned every single square inch of the house and made sure it's yeah. like tidy and neat as a pin and hiding things in your drawers that you don't want to be shown on an MLS listing. Sure. And then put an offer Every on personal an, picture out of the way. Yeah. Just and then put an offer in DC. Yes, oh, you found DC. a house? You put an offer on DC? Uh, we put a couple offers in and they <gasps> all got. That's the amazing, house, Eddie. The housing market is cuckoo crazy. Really? Everywhere. So yeah, yeah. So you put an offer in and- Typically, someone will overbid the asking price by $100,000, which is just not feasible. That for, is that is shocking. And waive things like inspections. Like, yes, we'll buy it on the spot cash, 100000 over right now. And you just can't compete with that. So wow, it will be a long game of we will make many, many offers. And maybe we'll have a house or maybe we'll just find ourselves a lovely campground up there. And a- see. 100000 over asking price? An, uh, not uncommon. That is, but that's like right now. That's not always, always, right? No, no, no. It's, it's, the market is, I, I don't know all over the country, but I know pretty well Orlando, Gainesville, and DC, and the housing market is bananas. That, so, that is, that literally, that is shocking to me. A hundred thousand over asking price. Just raise the asking price. Quit lying to us. <laughs> well, no, because that's still what it, the, that's, that's what the house is actually worth. Right, like can't. I hear you. We're gonna we're going to um, theologically disagree here. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not really a theological problem, but in my head, I think, well, no, the house is worth a hundred thousand more than than what you think because that's what people are paying. It, yeah, but it's worth that in this moment of the economy. So the problem is, is that things will, as they do in real estate, level out, and so the problem is, is that these people are going to buy a house that's worth that say is a $200,000 house, they're going to pay 300000 then the market will level out and they will not make their money back anytime soon. Okay. They are just trying to buy into the market. Got so it. it's artificially inflated now because this is the nature of how, like, I'm I'm super mansplaining to a person that owns a business and owns a house. No. So. Also, can we just say, just because you're explaining something to me does not mean you're a man and I'm a woman and I don't understand. 
No, I understand that. You're not but mansplaining. I also think... You're just explaining. I asked you a question. No, I think I believe uh, you are right. Yes, you are 100% right. There is also a moment where I feel like, Sarah, you are getting a little high horsey. Oh, well, if you <laughs> and feel high horsey I... in your soul, I don't know nothing about that. But <laughs> to me, I thought you were just explaining to me the question I asked. Yeah, yeah. So it's that the market is artificially inflated right now. Mm. And so it will it will burst. And so we could buy our way into the market. But sure. as a long-term investment or even as a short-term five-year investment, you really don't make a hundred thousand back because you mm. paid over for it. So yes, eventually all of the comparable houses in the area would all be a hundred thousand dollars more. Yeah. But they're not now. So you have these houses that are like, hold on, a year ago this house next door that's the exact same house uh-huh. was purchased for two hundred thousand. And now Ugh. you're telling me this house is five hundred thousand? No. No. So yeah. you're we're playing that game of uh, how to do that. All that being said, that's how my weekend was, was a constant flow of three Gosh. realtors, a lot of cleaning. And this is just what we're and doing. So in D.C., are you just looking at houses online or are there people? Do you have friends that are going for you? A little bit of all of it. So we have a great realtor, Morgan and Morgan. We have Morgan. Deter- make it right. Big up Morgan. to Dr. Morgan. Please make it right. Big up. Uh, I don't understand what you just said. I said, big ups to Dr. Morgan. Why did uh, I call her doctor? I don't know, but she's <laughs> smart like a doctor. Do so I know a Dr. Morgan? I, I didn't know what I said either until I heard it the second time. Yeah, she's a doctor. I don't know if he knows, but she's a doctor she um, of homes. She's a home Mor- doctor. Morgan Williamson, you probably don't way, know that, we're doing but she's it. a home doctor. Yeah, Dr. Williamson is yeah, the best. Yeah, so, she's the best. So what happens is, is we have talked extensively about parameters for homes. What schools, what high schools, middle schools, all that kind of stuff, and then what we can afford and what we want in a house what we don't care about. And then she Uh has this little portal that kind of filters it all and we get listings every day. And then we put a little heart next to one so we'd be willing to at least explore. And then she goes and pops on FaceTime and walks us around the house. Are y'all writing letters and all that business? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did that too for all the houses I got. We, yeah. What do you think about those letters? Um... I think it's an interesting thing to have to do. I do I think that there are the there are people who will look at the letters and say, this is part of how I'm making this decision. And there so you're either a letter person or a number person. You're right. either <laughs> looking at the letters because that's gonna help, or you're just looking at the numbers because that's how you're deciding. And but you can't know if the person you're buying a house for is a letter person or a number person, so you have to give them both. Yes. I uh yes, I am. What are you? I have not sold a house when letters were involved. I've only sold a house when numbers are involved. Um. So, but I. But like I said, that I wrote th- four letters when I was trying to buy my house in Nashville and only got one house out of it. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yep. I am not a letter person. We got letters for people buying our Orlando house. You're like, nope. Well, I mean, it's not like I don't care, but it's also like, but you don't. The care. difference in these two offers is like tens of thousands of dollars this is like real impact on uh-huh. like our our future savings like i don't know what i what your letter can do like like you know what i mean i was like i don't know okay what yeah but to- the truth is you know yourself that if you got a letter that had this story that was just like your childhood story or or that you felt a ping in your guts and you said to brie hey let's actually think about this one i know it doesn't make sense financially but there's just something i can't shake you would pay attention to that I guess I would, would pay a, 
tension to it. But yes, so I guess in this scenario, the letters we got were not so hyper compelling that it mattered. And it was like, oh, yeah, just a family wants to move into the area. Great. Yeah, that's right. Good on good on you. That's right. Um, Yeah. But like we have a letter included with our purchasing. Yeah. That it's just like it's it's okay. You don't we you don't have to. It's it's just if we pay, if we pay you enough, we'll move into the house. If we don't, it's okay. I it doesn't hurt my feelings. Oh jeez, I bet that's that it, not really working in your favor, there, Eddie. No, no, no. If they, it's just like you know no, what, the, we're cool either way. You guys have a good life. No, the letter is great. Okay, Morgan wrote it. The letter is great. It's just I, I looked at it and was like, okay. Well, uh-huh. hopefully we can bid as much as the people that bid up. Uh-huh. No, 100000 uh-huh. No, we uh-huh. did not. It does not matter that we are a cute family. Uh-huh. Okay. In front of the Washington Monument in this picture. Sure. So no big deal. <laughs> I mean, but also, I'll tell you one thing that has helped my sister and myself when I bought my house is mm-hmm. looking at what books are on people's shelves when we tour their mm-hmm. home. Because mm-hmm. I do throw that in to the letter if I find that something I connect with something they already are using in their home. Yeah, yeah. That's For my sister, yeah, cool. it was my book. So that was very helpful. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It worked I didn't, in her favor. Yeah. So um, that was our weekend was just a lot of busyness. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's um, great, though. I mean, you're mo- making the moves. Doing the thing. Yeah. We're doing the thing. Uh, um, can we, before we, I know you want to talk about Dollywood. I'm but dying. First, I'm dying. I know. I'm going to tell you everything. Uh, quick SNL hit. Can we just talk yeah. about SNL for a second? Every cast member sounds like they're leaving. Yeah. The, okay. I, I think this is one of those years. Yeah. Where it's going to be a massive turnover. Huge. I, yeah. I, it was so apparent that A.D. Bryant, uh, Keenan, who were the four that were up there that did the cold open? Um, like they all did the Cecily cold, cold Strong, open. Cecily Strong, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, Pete the, Davidson those four. sounds like he's leaving. Yeah, did, Pete yeah. David and there's I did a lot of Google as soon as the cold open started. I didn't watch it till Sunday, obviously, because I was at Dollywood yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as the cold open started and it was them standing on stage seriously, and I knew I was watching it on Sunday and it had come out Saturday, I immediately started Googling who's leaving SNL after this season. Yeah. But I didn't realize that no one left after last season because of COVID. They made yeah. a group decision for every cast member to stay for the next year. Yeah. And, and so it's time. that makes sense. I hope yeah. Keenan's not leaving though, because I do find him to be very funny. Oh, Keenan is the glue of the show. It is hard yeah. to imagine an SNL without him. Right. right. I can imagine it without everybody else, but mm. but that's not to be disparaging to them. But that's the normal kind of SNL flow. Yes. They get they get big. They have. I mean, you know, Aidy Bryant has shrill. That has been like received well. But like you can tell, they're all making moves, and it's time to do the thing. And they've all done yeah. seven plus years, which is the typical yeah. SNL life yeah. cycle. What is it with seven years? Um, I mean, spiritually, there's something to it, but I'm not sure that's factoring into them. Except, I think yeah. everything is spiritual in some ways. But but it's that I don't know. TV shows do seven seasons usually if they can yeah. get through seven I mean, it's seasons. The number of completion, right? Like oh. you can't escape God's order on this planet, even if you want to. <laughs> so even if you want to, can't I mean, it's it. just how it works. Yes, but life without Keenan would be sad. Yeah. How do you feel about how do you feel about like different folks of the cast. Is there anybody that you would be very sad to see? Um, yeah, I mean, I do. I, I, yeah, I thought Pete Davidson made a real f- interesting joke during the uh, weekend update where he said he was comparing something to some. He was comparing to something to SNL, and he said no one has cared since the '90s. Hmm. And uh, he said it's just like SNL. Nobody's cared since the '90s, even though it's '90s, even though it's still been around. And I, I do think that's a problem. I think they have. 
when the election happened and it did not go the way of the comp the, that was better for comedy, they mm. really don't have much to work with. It feels like. Yeah. It feels yeah. like they built so much of their whole thing on hating hating certain politicians, Donald Trump. Right. I'm just going right. to say it. They built so much of their world on hating Trump that when Trump was no longer in the limelight, they found something crumbled. Yeah, this has always been their issue, is they are both pro and con. They have always followed the politics of the day. And uh-huh. so when there is a political story... They're they're making hay, right? Uh-huh, like uh-huh, when uh-huh. post Gulf War, George Bush, you know, I mean, uh, George, uh, not the first George Bush, second yeah. George Bush, like the huge, huge moments for SNL. But when you know when there has been like less of a political upheaval, uh-huh. they don't have as much to talk about, and they have to lean on just. I mean, you know, they did two high school graduation skits this weekend. Right, 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 right. right. Like, I guess that's news, and it was funny. But I also am like, I guess it just turns into a sketch comedy show mm-hmm, where it's just mm-hmm. funny sketch. And I wonder if that's enough to hold on to S- yeah, for SNL know. to hold on to. But it's also one of those weird things. It's like it's an institution. Mm-hmm. It can't go away. Right. But also right. it can change dramatically right. in an era like the old way of doing SNL where it's like the cast is locked in. These are the people. They don't do anything else. I feel like it may be a little bit more of a fluid show. Hi, friends. Just interrupting real quick to tell you about our friends over at KiwiCo. Eddie, school's getting out. It's the end of spring. It is the start of summer, and it is time to gift your young innovators with some super cool STEAM projects to celebrate the end of the year. That's science, technology, engineering? Is that the E? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I knew it was an acronym, but now you're in it, so I'm with you. arts, and maths. I think that's uh, it. Ooh, ooh, you did maths with the plural. I know, like the, I didn't really like the mean British. to because I have my Invisalign in. Very uh, but I'm cool. very British. And with a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month. I'm not even close to being done with you saying maths like the British. And <laughs> But I know that we need to continue on. Um, here's a thing that like KiwiCo provides. So there's we're in that weird lull right now where... The formal instruction of school has ended. We've got a couple months, and I really would like the kids to be able to retain some measure of something. But at the same time, like it's hard to find ways to help your kid stay focused on education even a little bit during the summer. And this is what KiwiCo is amazing. Like They give these kids awesome projects that are super fun. They will cultivate their natural creativity and curiosity with these awesome hands-on projects that happen every single month from sailing the solar system to building an animation machine and so much more. They will keep their brains engaged and also keep you engaged because they're really, really fun. And we end up doing it together. And I end up having to tell myself like, hey, don't take over this project just because you're super into it. So <laughs> I and love with it. Kiwi Co, there's something for every kid or a kid at heart every month. So get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code keep talking at kiwico.com that's 30% off 30 of your first month at kiwico.com promo code keep talking All right, should we talk about Dollywood? I want to hear Do it all. I'd like to hear chronologically, but I want you to also present your own facts your own way. But I like want to hear the whole thing. Like how was the travel? How was every event? I want to hear it all. Oh, uh, it was great. The bu- so uh, you know, I think we said this last week, but the reason we went is that when I signed the book deal for That Sounds Fun, I said yes. to the publishing team, hey, if this book hits New York Times, we're all going to Dollywood. And so this yes. was me keeping 
I promise as much as anything, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is, it was very fun, but it was also me keeping a promise. Yeah. And so we took a bus from our office to Dollywood because we had a bunch of stuff because we were doing three live podcasts. I mean, my throat is so sore, Eddie, because I literally spoke. I talked from 8 a.m. on Saturday till 6 p.m. pretty much straight through. Wow. And I, I have this weird thing that happens. I think you and I have talked about it. Um, that sometimes I feel like there's a shelf in my throat and food gets stuck on it. Have I ever told you this? Um, it doesn't no, matter if I've ever told you this. I'll tell I'm you interested. again. If you are thinking about your own throat and the yeah. front of your throat, the p- part you can touch is at noon yes. and the back of your throat is six o'clock. Yep. I have a shelf at like four o'clock. Yeah. That if I am eating, there are oh, random times when I'm eating that a piece of food will get, it's like it gets, it sits on a shelf and it, and I can feel it and it makes me like cough and I can't move it and I have to like shake my head and whatever. I haven't had it in a really long time. And I've been like, I guess my shelf is gone. And then Saturday night on the bus ride home, the shelf was back and a tortilla chip sat on it. And I almost choked. Oh, no. And I think I think it's something about when I talk all day and my vocal cords swell. I don't have tonsils. So my vocal cords swell up or something that it creates a shelf. I don't know. No, that doesn't not make sense. A lot of people have. I mean, you do talk a lot. I was going to say you talk for a living. You kind of do. But like. Have you ever looked at like professional singers have to get stuff done all the time? They have to get like nodules on their vocal cords. Yeah, I I did some. Vo- I had uh, in 2015. I think mm-hmm. this is right. In 2015, I started losing my voice every weekend. Yeah, and every weekend I was speaking. So on Thursday, I would get. This is before I did natural medicine. This was before I was into homeopathic and all that stuff. This is what got me into it. That has actually really changed my life. But a friend of mine was seeing a homeopath and kind of got me on that on that path because every weekend I was speaking by I would speak Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon or Saturday night or something. And by the time I got on the plane Saturday night, my voice was gone and I would not have a voice Sunday. I would be whispery or croaky. And then on Thursday, I would get a steroid shot and it would be back and I would be able to speak Friday. And by the end of Saturday, it was gone again. And this happened, no no kidding, probably 10 times that spring. And finally, I was like, this is actually dangerous because my whole job depends on my voice working. Yeah. And so then I started seeing a homeopath and we got it we got it all sorted out, blah, blah, blah. So, and I saw a vocal coach for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and did that person help with like breathing and pushing? Yes. Like and how where you're pushing I talk from? Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. That, that I needed, I have to change the shape of my head, like change the way I'm holding my head and yeah. all sorts of stuff. And so I think I probably just need to, if we're about to ramp up and go on tour and I'm going to be talking 12 nights over the next three weeks, you know, starting yeah. June 10th, um, tickets are at anniefdowns.com slash events. Um, you can still come and yeah. join us. I, I like, I'm getting a steamer. My Broadway girls always tell me that I should be steaming my voice every night after I talk. And so yeah. anyway, I have a shelf going. Can I say one thing that I found helpful? Yes. It was, uh, trusting this, trusting the mic a little bit more. And I'm not saying you don't, but I have my mic that I'm talking into right now mm-hmm. is cranked up so that I can speak at, it's above a whisper. But yeah. I am not. I am not booming yeah. out of the. I, I am talking like. I mean, the microphone is almost on my lips, and I am talking almost as if that's someone's ear. Uh huh. And I, I let do the not mix. Do that. 
I let the mixing do the rest of it. Yes. Because if I'm going to do hours of podcasting in a day, that's a uh-huh. lot of yelling. Uh-huh. So, and uh-huh. I also do it whenever I speak live. I'm like, no, 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 crank it. I'm not going to talk louder than this. Uh, like, ah. But so sometimes that helps, but it's like that fine line of are you talking too soft to not have energy? Like, I found my little breaking point where it's like I can still sound energetic and be energetic, but uh-huh. not super uh-huh. loud. But that's a, that's a very specialized point for yourself. Yeah. You know? And I just, at, this has always been my volume. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, you know, when I taught school, this was my volume. And so yeah, yeah. I kind of only come in. I mean, I'm not the guy who screams like Will Ferrell used to on SNL. That's good. Yes, but. yes. So, okay. So that's back up. That, I, Ugh. yes. My, yeah, but that's a junky feeling. I don't like that. Yeah, stuff. it's just, but I'm ordering a steamer today and I'm going to text my vocal coach and see what she says and, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll sort it out. Yes. Dollywood was awesome. So we went over, so we bust out of, from Nashville on Friday. Okay. Who's and, we? Uh, like your team? My team was on the Great. bus, the production team, and then three of my friends came with us. Fun. And so then we got to Dollywood. Well, we got to the Dreammore Resort where we were staying and where the dinner was. And we had a dinner with like my closest friends from Nashville, my family, um, my publishing team from Grand Rapids, who I promised we would bring to Dollywood if we hit New York Times. Mm-hmm. And then my my team, most of my team. There Got were a couple it. that weren't able to come, but m- everyone minus two of our team. Got it. And your publishing and, team, all these people are very nice. Your publishing oh, team, gosh. very nice. What's the name of the publisher? Ravel. Yes, they're yeah, great. they're lovely. Yeah, and my agent flew in from Colorado. So like 35 of us had this really great dinner. And it was so fun to watch all these worlds mix, like my friends meeting my publishing team, my team meeting my family, my family meeting my publishing team. Like it was so fun. That is and so, sweet. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. It was like such a fun party. And so yeah. we did that Friday night. And then Saturday morning we jumped up. And I mean, I was at Dollywood. The doors open, the gates open at 8.30 for yes. season ticket holders. Yep. I was there at 7.30 and a bunch of our TSF friends were already lined up like a ton of friends were already lined up to come in. We wow. ended up having about 1,300 people come that oh, were coming to hang with us. And it was, I mean, it That's was nuts. the most fun all day. So we did three different live podcast conversations. We did not record them, so they're not podcast recordings. So they're mo- uh-huh. they're mostly interviews. But the first one was with the girls who were with me in Dollywood when we yep. did the movie. So we talked about the behind the scenes of being in Christmas at Dollywood. That was a Hallmark movie last year. Love it. And then the second one, Eddie. So I didn't tell I didn't tell the audience who the guests were going to be. And this is why we're doing that for tour as well. Because yep. we're like, come because you love the podcast. Just be blown away and thrilled when you see who the guest is. Yes. So... I'm saying to people, I'm you know, there's 500, maybe 550 people sitting out in the audience, and and I'm doing my little intro and saying hi, and then I'm like, and so we're gonna have a quick conversation with someone that I know y'all love, and and when I had walked out, everyone had cheered. It was so nice. They cheered and were so excited to be there. Yes. I'm introducing this guest, and I'm like. This friend of ours who we're going to have a chat with, um, actually, she just texted me and said she wanted to come to Dollywood. And I said, yes, of course, come to Dollywood. And would you mind sitting down? Ladies and gentlemen, here's Latasha Morrison. And I need you to know, Eddie, that the crowd screamed like Justin Bieber was walking out. <laughs> they gave her a standing ovation. They yeah. were yelling. They, I mean, she was it, she was like blown back with wind yeah, at the yeah. volume of the crowd. It was so 
awesome. And, and then all day long, <laughs> people invited Tasha to ride with them on rides, to ride with them on the train, to eat meals with them. She said, she said it was one of the best days she's ever had. Tasha. Isn't that I awesome? I love her. And the same thing happened in the next um, podcast with Matthew West. And people were lost their minds when Matthew West came out. And then in the afternoon, we did a meet and greet for, we had 150 bracelets for a meet and greet. So we did that for a couple hours in the afternoon. Yeah. And then we got hamburgers and got on the bus and bust home. And we were here by 930. That's <laughs> Saturday night. Annie. I, and I got in bed and was asleep in four and one half minutes. I but, have the most mundane questions in the world. Okay, but great. Let me ask can I tell bigger... you one more awesome thing and then you can ask me questions? I want to well, hear everything. For starters, there was a Buy Buddies t-shirt, which I thought you would love. That was they self made a buy buddies t shirt. That makes me very happy. But we kept getting emails and some messages on Instagram <clears throat> that people were coming by themselves. Yes. And so when it, at the beginning of all three podcasts, I just told that to people. I said, Hey, listen, there are people here who don't know anyone. But yes. what a great group of friends to do that with because a lot of us have matching t shirts and tank tops on. So, hey, if you're here by yourself and you see someone with our T-shirt or tank top on, walk up and speak to them. If they're weird, walk away. If it's true love, they'll come back, right? Like, if, if it, you know, like it, it will, yes. you have a chance to make friends. And Eddie, over and over, we I got tagged Saturday night of people going, I didn't know any of these four people before today. And we played at the park all day together. Or, and, and yeah. in the meet and greet line, people, a girl said to me, hey, this couple behind me, I had never met them until today. And, but we sat by each other this morning in the podcast. I have goosebumps telling you this. We sat by each other this morning in the podcast and they let me walk around with them all day. And it's just been the best day. It was the sweetest <laughs> thing that our group of friends, like that, that sounds fun. Friends like actually do see each other and care Annie, about each other. It was absolutely beautiful. You record in a studio. Uh-huh conversations with people and it all is zeros and ones and it gets uploaded to a cloud yep and then it sits there and people download it from the cloud into their podcast player yep and the list goes on and on and now actual people have actual friends because yes right i mean that that has very little to do with me and a lot more to do with the kind of people that we have on the other side of these podcasts we make but it is still pretty rad yeah i mean that's my favorite part yeah that was my favorite part (laughs) And this is so, a real stocked pond. Like, if you're coming for this, if you're one of those 1,300, you got to know, okay, we all generally have a very... We have a couple hours of conversation in the bag. Yeah, that's While right. While we get to know each other, we can begin immediately by uh-huh. talking about guests that Annie's had or, you know. Yep. All right. It was uh, great. Now, all your questions. That was the most fun. Those were the highlights of all, all of it to me. Thank you for sharing all of that. Um, okay. A couple things. Okay. Number one. Um... Like, how how much time there? You can't meet thirteen hundred people, and I saw a lot of people taking pictures, With and Tanny I saw the picture. This is what I did not realize. Yes, because oh, a couple you didn't of them, I'm like about Tanny Annie. I didn't, and I was like, "What a great pose you've got going!" And then I was like, two in. I'm like, "Hold on, this is not. This is <laughs> this is your profile pink shirt that I see everywhere." Yes. Yes. and it really tricked me. So yep. you had a Tanny Annie out there, and I assume tan has something to do with the. Color of your tan? Yes, yes, yes. And she's 6'4". You should also know she's 6'4". Oh, she is. So we got her for an event. And when Mm -hmm. she came in, she was, my spray tan was darkened. And she's 6'4". And so she's just become hilarious. I mean, she's just a hilarious character. 
Okay. So we take her everywhere. She slept on the top bunk. I mean, I'll post a picture today of yes. Tanny Annie on the top bunk. She had her own bunk and the bus. But yeah, people it really, loved taking yeah. pictures with her. It really is just like a version of you, which is so yeah, great. It's, it's me, like, just a very tall, large version of me with a very good spray tan. Because that was the other question. It, the height makes sense because I was like, I know how tall you are in real life. And I <laughs> I was like, she's like remarkably taller than these other people that, while right? a photograph can be deceiving, right. seems like they're of average height too. And Annie's a lot taller than them. Right, so exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Exactly. Um, all right. Did you get to ride any rides or do any Dollywood stuff? Or were you so busy with like getting prepped for not. the next yeah, conversation? I did not yeah, this yeah, time. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I will hopefully next time I go, but this time that was not um, happening, unfortunately. So New York, the New York Times dinner. Um, how meaningful was that? I know you said it was like cool to see all of the people together, but oh. to say a thing, because I saw your post, like you had talked about it in 2019. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a long burn yeah. from... Thinking about writing a book to write the book to uh, the whole thing. Yeah. I don't need to tell you. It's a long burn. Yeah. What what did like what, did, you're really swept up in it. There's just a lot happening in this weekend. Were there ever moments throughout the weekend where you got to even just metaphorically sit back and go like, holy cow, there's 1300 people here. Yeah. There's, everybody that I love yeah. is in a room right now yeah. celebrating that we made the New York Times together. It, it, and it really was that. Um, yeah, you know, you're going to love this, Eddie. Um, I'm not going to post this publicly just because it's yeah. private, but yeah. I will yeah, yeah. text it to you. Uh, Mr. F. Downs did a speech. Oh, dear Lord. And, and that, yeah. and like standing there for that was the moment that I kind of checked into my body. Do you know what I mean? Like, I oh, kind of yeah. like did, I wasn't hosting for a minute. I wasn't making sure everyone had someone to talk to. Mm. I mean, I was, I was pretty much running a wedding reception most of the time, walking from table to table, <laughs> welcoming everyone, <laughs> mm. making sure everyone had what they wanted to eat, what they wanted to drink. And, but then I had said to my dad that morning, Hey, when the, when it's time to eat, will you bless the food? Oh, and, my Lord. and then he, planned a speech as well, which I was very happy with. But, oh, it was just, I mean, having my family there and they were all so excited and having him and, give a really kind, you know, yeah. speech about what this day meant to him too. Um, and sweet. yeah, it was just really special, really special. That's sweet. So that's probably my favorite moment was at that moment, I kind of looked around and I looked at every single face and I was like, these are, you know, for the last, for some of them for many years, but, you know, particularly with my publishing team i was like for the last two years we've been in this yeah so it was yeah it, it was really special and then yeah being i mean the dollywood day was just awesome because it was a practice for tour for me of like how much do people want to hear me do a live thing and how much do people want to hear yeah. our guests that they love because every city on the tour is someone that they love and so it is yeah. it, it it was it was really fun it was you really couldn't have fun. picked somebody Better than Latasha Morrison, too. Oh. I mean, that she's a ringer. It, yeah. Besides the fact that she's just wise and Be the Bridge yeah. is the best and we've all, you know, all that. She personally is like, like I had to call her or got mm -hmm. to call her like mm -hmm. a week ago for just some random business thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just like an explosion of life on the other end of the phone yes. and just yes. joy and laughter and so happy to talk to you. And it was just like, I know she's got a lot going on and it's like Tuesday at three o'clock. She's yes. got a whole thing happening, but there was yes. nobody more important in that moment than me. And yeah. I just like people like that. It reminded me of kind of like of my grandma, <laughs> like yeah. my grandma had that kind of sense to her. Like, yeah. 
I am so important to you. And I love feeling like that. Yeah. <laughs> she's not to make it about my ego, but she's just such a good person and so great on stage. I mean, she's going to walk also, out there and just have a time of it. I hope this is, this is how I feel. And not, yes. I hope this is how I feel, but I was about to say, I hope this is okay to say, but it is okay to say, cause it's how I feel. I loved that a, predominantly our audience was predominantly white on Saturday uh -huh. yeah. and for them to lose their minds over her knowing the work mm -hmm. she does and yeah. and the hard work she does and, and educating all of us on how to be better how to better reflect the kingdom of God when it comes to yeah. racial reconciliation I just thought man and she told me she was like I just haven't felt that thing in a long time because she gets yelled at as much as anything on the internet right and so so just have this room of people really appreciate her work. I mean, my mom never, my, Mrs. F. Downs, never uh, asks me to, for anything when it comes to work. And she said, can I meet Latasha Morrison? Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. yes, mom. So here's my mom and Tasha backstage and my mom going through like, I've read this and I'm doing this. And I, I mean, my mom's doing the work. And, yeah. and it just meant so much to Tasha. Anyway, yeah, it was. That's dear. That was my favorite. Besides my dad's speech, the moment with Tasha and Matthew on stage where the friends who are gathered there really loved the people that we bring to them yeah. was awesome. But also That's seeing pictures of them making friends with each other and eating cinnamon bread and totally. and riding the roller coasters and laughing together. And I mean, it just is live yes. stuff, man. You can't beat it. You can't beat being in the same room with the people who share our podcast every week. And so yep. many people were Annie and Eddie listeners and were telling me, tell Eddie hi, tell Eddie this, tell Eddie so that. So sweet. It was really to, sweet. To that end, I've got to say, I know we're running out of time, but I have got to just say to the folks that did, I saw the whoever posted it and tagged me, I saw people with the Bye Buddies shirt on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Very sweet. It was very, very moving. Because <laughs> like just the fact that they listened to this show and we've heard, you know, and that it means something enough that, and that they made a t-shirt like that, that that was their unifying, like, yeah. this is how we're going to be. It was very, very sweet. So yeah. to all the Bye Buddies folks that did that, I, that was cool to see. Thanks yeah, for sharing that really with us. it was really sweet. I loved it. I really loved it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, um, all right. Annie. Yeah. That made me very happy. So we've got some for Friday. We've got a couple of keep talking questions, maybe. Yeah. Uh, if anybody hears this and has a last minute one that they want to toss in there. Hashtag. Hashtag. Ask AE ask Keep Talking. That's right. We'd love to chat about and it. And the only uh, thing Friday. on my big list on Friday is a big one. So. True boy. Oh boy. You are. Can you give me like, can you just whisper a hint that no one can hear, but I'll hear? Um. Yeah, here I go. Okay. Did you hear it? I got it. Yeah. I am stoked. That okay. will be very exciting and or sad <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, all right, Edward. Well, pleasure to talk to you. Indeed. Um, friends, go wash your hands. We'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies.